What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Horror Academy podcast. And for this episode, we're going to talk about what happens when horror transcends the big screen to real life. Stick around. guys did you miss us because we are talking about missing people oh. yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick disclaimer again you guys it's still august we're still a long way from escaping the arizona heat so yes. we got the the fan behind us this blasting. time blasting so we're actually cool right now so if you guys hear it again we apologize but um we're, we're not going to die of heat stroke. Not now. Not, not ever. <laughs> and uh, talking about background noises throughout our podcast, if you hear this sound, it's because I'm vaping. <laughs> then you guys were wondering. Exactly. Uh, we have a fan, a vape. That's and in the background. That's all you need to know. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all. That's a musical band um, you hear that we have. screaming in the background. Disregard. Kindly ignore it. Yeah. We we look. We've already had troubles with landlord, some neighbors. We, we just don't need the hassle, guys. Homeland security. Homeland security. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, like we mentioned, uh, we're gonna go ahead and talk about some real life missing people's cases, some mysterious disappearances, if you will, if you will, <laughs> which happen to be, at least to me, the the scariest of real life events. Right. Like, sure, murders are 100% the most gruesome thing that can happen to anybody, right? Exactly. But there's just in such an eerie and disturbing vibe you get from the stories of people that go missing without a trace. And even yeah. now in, in modern society, it's almost impossible to ghost yourself. Right. So when people go missing, that is fucking horrifying. Yeah, dude. It's, it's really... It's just... So scary, the unknown, because when I hear about, like, missing people, I'm thinking, like, dude, like, I mean, I know I'm here. I know people that are over there outside, but, like, you specifically, where are you? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, where could you have gone? And it's never, like, anyone, like, oh, well, he was always, like, a loner anyway. Oh, well, I can see that person, like, you know. Vanishing. Vanishing. Yeah. But it's always someone that that's normal it's always like yeah. like a co-worker a cousin like someone you know and someone that's like involved in your social life right just vanished just gone dude and, and like yeah you would think like with phones and like having access to computers almost anywhere right. you can walk into a store and ask for a phone like like any of these things you can do to to be found if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're you're lost exactly, and uh, that that's why these things are eerie because it it could be abduction by a, a malicious person, mm -hmm. an evil person, yeah. and or it could be something that we yet don't know about. Right, right. <laughs> so either way, the way you um, shit. What I mean to say is either way you look at it, it's terrifying, equally yeah. terrifying. And so we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh, four cases that really shivered our timbers if you'd like to is that the saying if you will if you will <laughs> <laughs> uh 
But before we get into that, you know what time it is. Oh, yeah. It's time to talk about what's going on in, in horror. horror. And the first thing is, we got a couple films that we've been ang- eyeing. eyeing, that we've been we've kept waiting our eyes for. peeled. Literally peeled. I mean, literally peeled. You know when you peel a hard-boiled egg? That kind that of That kind of peeling. So that's... <laughs> that's that's what we <laughs> that's what our eyes look like right now. Yeah. Uh, so we got the nun that's been confirmed rated R. Thank you, James Wan. Absolutely. Which I, anyone in their right mind would understand. If this was anything less than rated R, hello flop. You yes. know what I mean? I I think, however, James Wan would still be able to pull something off. Right. He he, he would still like drive it in. I guess you could say. Yeah. Like he would like. It would be a success regardless, with or without the R rating. But giving it that R rating, almost for me personally and for Chris, yeah, I'm speaking for him. <laughs> Radar rating almost guarantees a solid horror flick. Yeah, not always, of course, but it gives the director that freedom. Right, absolutely. Yeah. There, you can go beyond the usual the statues of limitation. Right, if that's you, the you same. Get to, Push the end. <laughs> Which, as we mentioned in our last episode, we don't know what that we really don't know means. What that means, but we know <laughs> it sounds cool. We know we know what to use it for. Yeah. yeah. So that's something school doesn't teach you, but this academy does. Now we also got word apparently Halloween is also rated R. Yes. Which also, who the fuck thought that it wouldn't be? You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, I feel like people were like, oh, dude, I just I just hope it's R rating. Dude, the second it was announced, I <laughs> it's rated R, dude. It's Halloween. Yeah, man. You think Carpenter would join a project of his most prized project? Yeah. And agree to PG-13? <laughs> this is Michael Myers we're talking about. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if, if it was something totally on the left field? It's like Halloween. Rated PG. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, oh no! Wait, 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 wait! What? <laughs> Are you gonna be shown on Disney Channel <laughs> Halloween time? No, <laughs> no. Coming this October, Michael Myers is back in Halloween Town High. <laughs> 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 oh fuck that dude so yeah we got two promising horror flicks coming out later this year rated r we're stoked we're gonna watch it and hopefully you guys do too and let us know what you think when the time arrives because we'll <laughs> definitely let you guys know you know it's weird every time we talk about horror news it, it, it's it feels weird because i feel this year 2018 with all the good shit that's been coming out i still feel like it's the year of Halloween. I'm talking about the movie. Right, yeah. Like, like that is, like, the pinnacle. That is, like, what this year is for. It's <laughs> specifically for Halloween. Yeah. And everything else is just filler. Just to get you to it, right? right. Yeah. And, and, and obviously that's, that's not the case, but it's just kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Like, you, we have potentially one of the greatest horror films coming to us, mm-hmm. and we're just awaiting the day that it comes out. And it just feels that way. But in the meantime, we're going to be watching all the new shit that comes out, like, next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Actually, it's, it's really interesting. So we got um, 
The Meg, which we haven't actually talked about on this podcast. Shut up, Meg. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) we haven't talked about The Meg, and we apologize. But, yeah, we got The Meg coming out next uh, Friday. We got Slenderman, and, of course, Along Came the Devil. So that's that's pretty packed for a weekend. Yeah, definitely. And one, of course. So it's pretty exciting, and we're going to watch that, those films, of course. Um, and, you know, just try to get by until Halloween, the, the movie, and, of course, the month, because that's when October time yep. gets a lot, a little cooler over and we're here. we're going to have to step up our game, dude. Yeah, we're going to have to slave away for you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. <sighs> <laughs> Anyways, we've got other news for you. So we've also got the trailer for Eyes of the Dead. So this is another zombie film, and this one is completely first-person point of view. One of the most notable things about this is that it had three of the contestants of from Face Off, which is a sci-fi show, right. doing prosthetic makeups and stuff like that, uh, be a part of this, this project. And I checked out the trailer. It was really pretty badass, I think. From the trailer alone, it was, it was uh, fast-paced. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I was like, ah, okay, was the fact that towards the end of the trailer, we, like I said, this is all first person point of view. And so we see whoever we're possessing is, you know, with, with their family or whatever. And then at the end of the trailer, we're seeing them as a zombie and it's like, oh, okay. So, so, okay. So you spoiled that for me. That's right. I guess, I guess so. But also the title does kind of let you know, Hey, the person you're following is gonna die. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but the movie looks interesting to say the least. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I'll check it out. Um, and, and I suggest you guys follow suit. <laughs> and then, lastly, here in today's news. Oh, actually, no, not not, not lastly. I retract my statement. We also have. The new horror video game called Dead by Daylight coming out. It's uh, pretty much it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game. It's a four versus one where you have one of your friends. He is going to attack the others. So it's it's one person taking on the role of the killer, trying to you know attack the other survivors. And uh, I, I heard you can play you know Michael Myers um, and I think Leatherface if I saw the ad correctly. Uh, but amongst other different types of killers there. So definitely check that out. It's developed by Behavior Interactive. Um, it's available on uh, Steam, PS4, and Xbox One. So if you... Sponsor us. <laughs> so if you by any chance have four other friends, do it. But Like I, me and Chris, there's only two of us. Yeah. We so, don't know anyone else. Mm-hmm. We live in a town secluded to the world far away from places this city (laughs) (laughs) so definitely go ahead and check that out guys seems seems like a lot of fun um i don't have four other friends (laughs) what are friends (laughs) and then we got the evil dead virtual reality game it is by boom dash digital and ghost house entertainment and they are creating this mobile vr game it's uh, for like the Samsung Gear VR stuff, 
and Oculus Go as well. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's titled Evil Dead, Virtual Nightmare. So you'll you'll be able to experience like the full like going into the cabin and a whole bunch of. So it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's literally a nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just virtually a nightmare. It's you know? virtually so. In in other words, you can say it's almost like a virtual reality. But you know what I never understood about virtual reality games? No. So it's virtual. Yeah. But it's still not reality. <laughs> <laughs> Get your shit straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's um. You gotta you gotta bring that up to the big boys. Yeah, man. Yeah. I want to speak to your manager. This is clearly not reality. <laughs> See, yeah. This is the thing. We should be we should be involved in so many board meetings, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to be a part of that. So you know, I can be elevated into this position of, in a company, of course, where I'm, I'm making the big bucks, right? And then on my off time, I'm off playing golf because what what male doesn't? Right. And then be you know, start bidding on a, a girl in Czechoslovakia that I right, can start right. torturing her. Take a trip up there, trip. go up to the hostel. Yeah, go to tattoo. get a tattoo, this and that. Um, uh, and then do that, you know? Like, that's my dream. That's the... That's the, that's the American dream, boys. That's why yeah. we came to America. Or shall I say, South America! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for horror news this episode and actually it's gonna do it for this episode as well so, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding you guys we always do on. that we always yeah, do at that. this point they just kind of roll their eyes when yeah, they are like oh, they're like oh bro that's not fucking funny <laughs> 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 and before we get into our first case we want to give us a, a special shout out this episode we do yeah we, we want to shout out ah! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one time I was leaving a voicemail at work. Yeah, it wasn't to like a client; it was to a coworker, and uh, I called, like, and I caught myself like I was in like my work, like my work persona. Yeah, you know, you're completely different on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, Dana, just give me a call. I want to give you a quick shout. And then like I caught that immediately. And as soon as I said, I want to give you a quick shout. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> and I just want to give you a, a quick shot. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just give a shout out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Okay. So, um, we apologize. Um, we had a debate on how to pronounce your name. Your username, anyway, on Instagram. So, um, we want to give a shout out to Miss Lily. 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 Whatever your name is, <laughs> we want to thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, the love, the support, and uh, we just wanted to uh, reciprocate that. So, thank you so much for being a listener, and um, hope you enjoy this episode. Yes. So. <laughs> Now, again, I want to iterate you guys that these are real life cases, so, uh, you know, keep that in mind. 
as we talk about them. And, <laughs> and if you hear the ruffle of a uh, papers, that's that's because, that's because I he's ruffling papers. Yeah, that's because I'm ruffling papers, you guys. <laughs> There's no mystery behind that. Uh, no, those are my notes because I actually take notes because I care about you guys and I want to make sure you guys get entertained for your ride home or work or, or whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing, you guys. So we're gonna start things off with this first case of Amy Bradley. Yes, and uh, this is a widely popular case. Yeah, I remember it being on national news. I'm sure a lot of you know it. Maybe not by the name right now, but when we get into it, you you might yeah. remember. As we as we start providing the details, you guys may have um, remembered seeing it on the news at the time, or of course, if you searched on Google, uh, YouTube. So Amy Bradley, um, so pretty much on March 21st, 1998, uh, Amy and her family uh, were on a cruise on Rap City of the Seas. And so three days later on March 24th, she was, you know, out, out partying, you know, right. just having some drinks out at the, uh, the dance floor. And she was hanging out with uh, the, one of the members of the, the band that was on the ship. Um, his name is Alistair Douglas. And, you know, they were just chatting up, just having some fun, this and that. He reported that they had separated, like, they, they were, like, they just they just stopped hanging out um, around, like, 1 in the morning. Super, super chill, right? right? Yeah. And then, of course, around between 5.15 and 5.30, um, Amy's dad, Ron, reports that he saw her asleep. He's like, oh, cool, like, there's, right. there's my daughter. Cool, I know where she is, so I'm going to just lock up now. And then... He goes to sleep, I guess. He comes back. I don't know what he does, actually. He just, but he comes back. And at 6 a.m. is when she was no longer in her room. So she was missing at 6 a.m. This this part was... This is when it starts getting a little more like, oh, okay, something, something... There's something behind the scenes on this part. Because right, right. shortly after she's reported missing, the ship docks at the Curaçao... Yep. Antilles, I don't know how to pronounce that. And so it, she's missing just before they, they reach the destination, which made me think, okay, this was planned. Right. This was, she was eyed from the moment she got there from some guy. And he's like, yep, we, we got our target. Found out who we're going to get. And then they just waited because they knew if they tried to get her early on, it's like, okay, how are we going to contain her? The remainder of our sh uh, trip. What's crazy to me is, <clears throat> dude, this is a 23-year-old girl. Yeah. You're young as shit. You're on a cruise ship. You feel safe. It's a very limited area. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to disappear unless someone throws you off the ship in the middle of the night. Exactly. And uh, you're in a city you've never been to. Curaçao, where are you? Like, where? Yeah. Like, where the hell? <laughs> and it, it's, it's so weird because even if she was abducted on the cruise ship... Mm-hmm. How did they manage to do it without, like, did they, like, hold a gun to her side and walk with her? Right. Or, like, how how was it done? Did, was she thrown overboard and a little boat took her somewhere? Right. And it, Or did she just take, happen to wake up mad early mm -hmm. and decided to, hey, we docked, let's go on this stroll or something. Right, like, right. Taxi cab. Yeah. Like, she just left her family. But that would experience, or th that would exhibit odd behavior from her part, which right. they were like, no, no, she, she wouldn't do anything like that. Because even her dad was like, she always tells us where she goes when right. she leaves. It, it was, it was it, she did nothing out of the ordinary. It right. Was, it was just like a, 
this is just kind of what happens when you go on a cruise ship. Right, exactly. So one of the things I'm thinking also, maybe like they they probably drugged her or something and then like made it off like, oh, hey, yeah, it's just my wife. She's oh, like my drunk friend or yeah, something, you know. Exactly. Like maybe they played it off or as you mentioned, maybe they did have it so planned that they did throw her off and someone was there with the boat to like right. take her away. Right. But at the same time, she's the only person, dude. And it's like, so you guys, out of all the people in that ship, just you got one person. Like, this is... I feel like there's, like, for her to be, like, the singular target out of however many hundred people on the ship, like, yeah, that's odd. Yeah. That's very strange. Yeah. Especially if the person that, say, a person did was on the cruise ship scoped her out and said yo we got one yeah she was obviously with people right dude like you would think they would single someone out that was like like, kind of alone kind of alone yeah and already like plastered like drunk yeah you know what i mean yeah it's just there's so many things that don't really make sense about her disappearance exactly like why her and why only her and so yeah so once they docked she was she was missing and so uh, shortly after that, you know, we had search parties um, start kind of looking after her or looking for her anyway. And they did uh, officially end on March 29th. So just a few days from when she was reported missing. But I guess that makes sense because if she was on, you know, in the in the ocean on a boat, on a ship, really. And if it's if she's not on the ship. She's not in the ocean. Like, okay, well, there's not much else right. that she's going to be. So I guess they, maybe that's why they ended it so early. But right. I was like, oh, man, that was just like... Because she... Uh, damn, what, what day was that? That was the 24th. So five days of just searching. And then it's like, okay, well, she's not here anymore, I guess. It's a little strange. It's just so weird. And then, like, shortly after, there was, like, multiple possible sightings yeah. of her. But, like, it wasn't, like she was in danger or anything like right there was one sighting of her just chilling at the beach yeah like the same year how weird is that right like are like you that, kidding me like yeah like obviously it couldn't it could have been someone else that resembled her and that's what they're saying like a lot of these sightings were just people that resembled resembled her, her right and then that that case well not case that like instance where that navy member the U, a member of the u.s navy yeah Saw her at a brothel right. in Curacao. Right? I believe so. I believe so. And she asked for help, and then she disappeared again. The, uh, yeah, nothing came of that no- interaction. She just disappeared. What I want to know is, it was what did he do? Yeah, did he just like call in and report, and just it stopped there? Like, did he not want to investigate out of fear? Yeah, like was he just like, okay, you're kind of weird, lady. Like, leave me alone. Like, was that it? Like, I tried looking for what happened on his part afterwards, but. There was nothing. I couldn't find it. Unless, you know. I mean, these organizations, uh, like, because the, the biggest assumption is that she was sold into uh, human trafficking. Right. Sex slavery. Yeah. Um, those organizations are not to be fucked with. Like, no. they're, they're terrifying, man. Like, yeah. you, you have to be a, a government organization to go against someone like that. Like, exactly. Or Liam Neeson. Or Liam Neeson. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but that's like the biggest assumption is that that's the biggest possibility who knows if it was actually her though asking right. for help it like i said it could have been someone that resembled her exactly it's so weird yeah and uh, i also wanted to mention 
as far as her disappearing from the from the ship, you know, there were people saying like, okay, well, what if she just fell over and maybe drowned? And they were saying, okay, for her falling over, that's not likely to have happened. And even if she did, Amy Bradley is a lifeguard, so right. she wouldn't have been a victim of drowning. Right. So that clears that part up, I guess. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if I was uh, the U.S. the Navy member. And I had someone come up to me like that. Maybe I would have done something, you know what I mean? But, like, I probably would have been like, hey, like, call someone like, hey, uh, something's going on here. I'm a little freaked out. But I Also, there's not a single U.S. Navy member on by himself at a brothel right. in Curaçao. Like, you have to have a crew with you. Unless he's, like, ashamed. Maybe. Because, like, brothels aren't strip clubs. They're, like, you go in for the fuck. Right, you know what I mean. I mean he probably wasn't supposed to be there, to be to probably. be honest. Probably, still, you had to be there near your crew. At right, least. you know what I mean. Exactly. So that's dude. That's still kind of like shit, man. Like, who was this girl? Was it Amy Bradley? And then, um, in two thousand five, is when there was another sighting of her. Uh, this woman claims that she she saw Amy in a restroom of like this store or something and this is in barbados and um she said that the woman uh, the woman who is reporting this said that amy quote unquote uh was uh she she looked like she was like distraught she looked like she was like right unshoveled or whatever and there was a couple guys talking to her and she i guess she caught like the last bit of whatever conversation they were having about some sort of some sort of deal that they were having uh the 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 guy the men and amy and then they left her because she was in the bathroom and uh amy told the woman she was like hey my name is amy i'm from virginia i guess she like kind of pleaded for her for her help and uh then the men came in and then just took amy away this time of course the woman did call authorities like hey um this is what happened i'm pretty sure that the guys had already dipped by the time enforcement came right and yeah and then we just she was just gone like there's no trace of her after that and um that's, that's like the most that's like the saddest thing dude dude yeah that's that's absolute like horror right in in like for her yeah, you you've mo- like multiple times now. You've probably pleaded for your life, and begged people, and people don't know what to do. And fair enough, if someone like came up to me like that, my first reaction is if I try to help you this very second, I am possibly dead within the next ten minutes. Exactly. Like I'm 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 toast. Dude. Right. Like, there's no way I can try to get you out of this facility right. and run for to the authorities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's that would be my first thought, and that's understandable. But like the fact that like not more can be done mm-hmm. is so sad. Yeah, she's just kind of there. Like all she can do is ask for help, but you can't really help. Yeah, normal like, citizens can't really do much about it. Just right. re- report it as fast as possible, yeah. and it just maybe be it, that last call to the authorities that would solve it you know right exactly and so like even even here because she she's she's been missing for 20 years now um her parents did actually appear on dr phil and they talked about the the disappearance and all that 
and it's still like dude where where are you like i know that's the question but where could you possibly be right. like you're at this point you gotta be like 40 something years old right like your time in like the sex world can't like you you like they want young people right so like do they just kill them after they're done with them right after a certain point when like, they're like okay you're not as good as these other girls like i'm sorry contract's right. over or do they just keep them some in some way right like that's just that's just crazy dude and you know she she doesn't stay in one spot right she can't stay in one spot she's not just in barbados for 20 something years like she's traveling different they're, they're taking her different places yeah. for like maybe different clients and that's just so scary dude like like you're just there and you like as as a family member you're just kind of there like dude like where is she you know is she safe and, and but you know you can't see her and you know that you can't you understand that you don't know if she's dead or alive at this point you know what i mean at that point like as parents or as a sibling of someone that's gone missing like like your life is never the same yeah you live in misery right because it's and worse than than like kind of losing someone like like um like by death you right know like, because like it's one thing to like say say she had died in a car accident like right it's horrible it's you're losing someone you love but like through time you just kind of accept it because that's life like right. things happen in life but when you know she she was wronged and she was mm -hmm. taken from you and, and used in such an evil way right it it's constantly a defeating thought in your mind every day yeah. you wake up right you know exactly I mean? exactly so you're just kind of taking it in every day thinking you could you're literally you, you have to accept the fact that you're gonna die never knowing what happened to a person you gave birth to dude right like that's so scary dude like you have to go on with your life somehow and you go to family gatherings like the you have a someone in your family has a birthday some odd years later um you go to a friend's a little get together because they just uh, celebrated a something wedding. and a wedding you have to like smile and be friendly and courteous to others but it's like dude how are you doing that you know, know. Yeah, that's ab that's a horrifying thought that is absolutely terrifying. And all this because they were like, hey, let's take a cruise ship on Rhapsody of the Seas. The guilt the, and the guilt. Yeah. They chose to go on that trip. Obviously, it's not their fault what happened to their daughter. Yeah. But you have to live with that guilt also. Right. So not only are you haunted by the fact that someone did this to your daughter and is continuously doing it to your daughter. Yeah. But you feel at fault. Right. There's nothing worse in life. I think that is the biggest like the most brutal form of torture mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah because all, the only thought that you'd have is dude if only we didn't take that trip if only we were you know broke on on cash that we couldn't take this trip you can't you can't even call that mental warfare at this point there's, mm -hmm. there's no warfare you're defeated yeah exactly you know what i mean and that's just absolutely terrifying um but yeah no the case is unsolved still cold yes yeah, still cold and it, it might just be like that not just for amy bradley but for the countless women who right. suffer through this 
Yeah, this is, that's just terrifying, dude. Like to be the the parent, not 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 only the parent, but the person who who was taken. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck do we do from here? Yeah. That is the case of Amy Bradley, you guys. And um, also, I, as as we're wrapping this one up, I realize that there's no good way to wrap it up because it's it's, it's not like we can't joke like we usually joke. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be like. Uh, it's not smooth transition. Like these are real events, and like they're kind of downers. But um, we're exp- we're trying to expand the podcast to like yeah other it, like everything you know like right. all aspects of horror, whether it be film, which we love and and hold, have done always <laughs> and have always done <laughs> yeah. But we also want to share like the real horrors of this planet. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. So we want to just kind of branch out, and um, also just the fact that there's there's no like like conclusion to this like it's it's like in conclusion still missing like cold case yeah like, like there's the, this just there's no it's an unfinished story man like e- exactly yeah. exactly so it's like ah, well <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna do this so bad i was gonna make the joke of uh like she like say she walked out of the cruise ship and she was found a taxi and like some guy like these cabbies so damn expensive <laughs> From taking, <laughs> uh, I was like, you know what? Share, fuck. But I, I was like, nah, this is a little bit too more yeah. serious. Also, side. guys, if if this if it makes you uncomfortable that we would make any kind of joke, um, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. L- listen to our other episodes; they're they're a lot cleaner. Yeah, I mean they're. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're not clean. filthy. Yeah, they're not. They're clean. absolutely <laughs> filthy. <laughs> And um, this this next case that we're gonna do is not only a mystery, but it's a murder mystery. Yes, indeed. Exactly. This is the case of Loria Bible and Ashley Freeman, and we're gonna take it away. Okay, that was such an awkward like transition into that. Um, so for this one, now this is so, this is like the worst time. Like they're all bad, but this is such a worst timing because. It's Christmas. No, it's not Christmas. It's New Year's, dude. Shit. Dude. It's New Year's Eve. We got December 29th, 1999. And we had Loria Bible and Ashley Freeman. They're like two teenage girls who, on that night, they were out, you know, just celebrating Ashley's, uh, I believe, 16th birthday. They had gone to, you know, get some pizza, some cool some cool food with, uh, with, her, with Ashley's mom, Kathy. And you know they were just hanging out, having a, having a little bit of a like a girls' night, sleepover, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were having one of those uh, sleepovers that you see on like Facebook, where it's like two girls in bed with like pizza and cookies and chips and stuff, and the yeah. caption says, "I need me and my bestie need a night like this," and it makes me cringe internally because the captions is right. absolutely right. awful. And so that's what they were having, right? No one knows what happened after that, obviously. But on December 30th at 5.30 in the morning, a passerby reported that the house was burnt down. It was engulfed in flames. It was in flames. They were, like, absolutely destroyed. And, like, uh, the law enforcement determined that it was arson that had caused it. Exactly. And upon entering the home, they found the, the charred remains of mm-hmm. Kathy, which is the mother. The mother, yeah. And uh, They like, had also found that she before that she was shot in the head. Yes. So she was dead before the house burnt down, and then, you know, they, they, they charred it, but there was no signs of 
not only the girls but the girl's dad ashley's dad right dan is his name just imagine like being the people on the scene for this yeah so you you take you look at the house burning down you figure oh this was 100% arson Mm -hmm. then you find the remains oh she didn't make she didn't make it out there's a charred body here yeah and then upon further examination she was murdered yeah like it's it's so much worse at that point right it's it's like one thing to like oh the house burned down on its own they left the stove on right one thing led to the next and they didn't make it out no this was something someone evil committed right exactly and it's horrible dude. yeah like the, you know i was just saying they're like oh wow like you know they're the house was burnt down and then you have that lead investigator but wait there's more right, and then they right. find out she is shot in the head and so upon not seeing or finding dan's body along with the girls they're like you know what guys this is pretty clear to me the dad did it right it's it's the first thought it's yeah it's exactly what makes sense at the time exactly you don't find the dad the whole house has gone to shit it's got to be him right so that's just how they left it and then they, they did find that uh what's her name loria's car was in the it was in the driveway with right. the keys still in the ignition so who knows if maybe that's they, so weird right like, dude. like i can already picture that scene like they try to make an escape. Exactly. Like they, they try to make a run for it. Right. And she had the keys in the ignition, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, right there, and then something happened. Either like, she was forced out, or she was held at gunpoint or something. Maybe she, maybe it was her on her own and felt she had to go back for Ashley. Oh, dude, that's so scary, dude. That's so sad and terrifying, and that's, like, that's literally, like, almost like a movie, dude. Yeah, it, dude, I was thinking the exact same, like... She's just there. Juggling her keys, trying to, yeah, like... Yeah, dude. Oh, dude that, like, you know it was a escape That plan. panic, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Dude. Like, That's... but, dude, that'd be that'd be insane. Like, who knows if it was actually, you know, Loria there trying to get out, and then she's like, Ashley's still in. You know right, what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or that's a possibility, or she was just held at gunpoint and forced out of the car. Right. But they did find the cars in, or the key in the ignition, and then on December 31st, New Year's Eve, Loria's parents went back to the scene, like, hopeful, desperate, just to find some answers, dude. Can you imagine that, man? Just being, like, in bed thinking, like, dude, there's no there's no hint that my daughter is dead. Right. She's still out there. And I'm sleeping. I'm in my room just taking a nap. I'm... What do you do, man? How do you sleep? You know? What's so sad about the the, the Freeman family, they actually uh, initiated a court hearing to have her pronounced legally... Legally dead. Like, to make that decision, to try to force closure. Yeah. Dude, that's sad, man. Like, they gave up. Yeah. They understood she's not coming back. Right. Of course, other people, well, don't give up hope. You know, maybe she'll turn up one day. Like... Definitely can absolutely happen. Right. But I understand their decision. And even mm-hmm. with that decision being made, if she did appear later, that can be reversed. That can be reversed, right. You but this mean? was but, but just... They, they, needed, they needed to feel... They needed that closure. Right. So many sleepless nights left wondering where she is. It's Like like I said with the previous cases, it's constant torture for the yeah. family. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And it's just... It all banks down to that night on December 29th. Because you know these girls... 
sleep, it's a sleepover, dude. They're not going to be going to sleep until like maybe 12. You know right, what I mean? Right. So something happened between midnight and 5.30. Which is such a short time frame. Yeah. Like what the hell happened? Like everything, all the answers are there, right. you know? And it's it's like for each one of these cases and each case that I find out about this, I'm always thinking like we'll never know. But I'm thinking, like, dude, like, God knows. Right. And it's like, <laughs> right. dude, we're not going to find out until, like, I, I don't mean to be get, getting religious here, but, like, we don't find out until we go into the pearly gates and we meet them and we're like, like, yo, what happened? Hey, so what happened that those those uh, cases? Oh, so you see Amy Bradley, so this is what happened. You know what I mean? Like, he'll, he'll, right. he knows. Right. And just, just the idea that some either whether it's god or it's just the, these these people that are gone missing or the people that did the act this criminal act they're the only ones that know right what really happened and, and that's it, just that's like the scariest thought because like your mind can't even fathom like the all the possibility possibilities everything that could have played out in that night with any kind of with any disappearance really yeah. like that's why it, th- th- these mysteries are so compelling dude like it leaves you questioning everything. Yeah, exactly. Dude, like, it's, what it's wild, the dude. fuck? Yeah. And so, as I mentioned, um, Loria's parents went back because they, they were just wanting to find some answers. And they ended up finding something, and definitely. They found uh, Dan Freeman's, the dad. They found his charred body inside the wreckage. They also discovered... Whether it was them or the police, but they determined that he was also shot in the head. Yeah. So this is a double murder. And as the story progresses, it starts to kind of feel like maybe this was a hit. Right. Maybe someone was out there with some some bad juju on these guys and they're like, you know what? We're we're gonna we're gonna we're out there for the maybe the dad and then the girls and Kathy were there just by you know sheer unluck or these girls were demented and did it themselves whoa whoa dude can you imagine you know what i mean like what if they were like talking about like because that actually happens a lot with like yeah with, with like either children or like teenagers that like commit murders together like it's something they talk about it's, just, it's really dude, weird it's and it's hard to, it's like really like we're not like uh, what are the word I'm trying to? We're not adequate enough to discuss the 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 mentality of these things happening. They exactly. just kind of do. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's one of the things I actually thought about too. Is like, what if it was them? Like, yeah. they had and they some just weird ditch, dude. That'd be crazy. Because how did how could they have pulled off their own disappearance that well, being that young? Right. You know, and <laughs> it's crazy. Like, what if it's like th- that night they're they're having you know pizza and stuff, and they're in uh, Ashley's room. And then Kathy comes in like, all right, girls, well, it's uh, it's 9 o'clock. You guys are, you know, go to bed soon. All right, love you. She closes the door. And then Ashley turns to Lori like, oh, my mom's such a bitch. Like, oh, right. gosh. Like, I, she's always telling me what to do. Like, One oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did she just, what did we just kill her? Oh, my gosh. Loria, are you serious? My dad has a gun in his room. <laughs> we? Look, I haven't told anyone this because I... I sort of been thinking about this, but I like totally been planning my own disappearance. <laughs> no way, me too. 
but that's like not uncommon. I feel yeah. like like I, I, obviously you can't professionally make yourself disappear. Yeah, yeah. Like like, dude, we just don't understand these things. Like like people committing these kind of acts and like just falling off the face of the planet. Right. It's weird, man. It, that, that's just another an, theory. Yeah. Obviously, it's more likely that it was someone else with bad it, intentions. Obviously, exactly. Like, I don't want to leave that story off uh, with us saying like, "Hey, it, it might have been the girls." Like, there was no record, no. Um, that was just me thinking. Yeah, yeah, that was just us thinking. In the but we're not saying like that allegedly happened or whatever. Not, not at all. One of the reasons why we're saying that is because no signs of Bible or Freeman have ever, ever. surfaced. Not a single sighting. Not at all. And what's crazy is, um, I was researching and. As recent as April of this year, mm -hmm. there was a suspect arrested for this mystery. Oh, shit. Now, um, as far as I am aware, he wasn't convicted. Yeah. Or, like, wasn't, like, charged with anything. It was just a, a suspect in custody. Okay. That might have had some information on it. Yeah. But that's, like, a 20-year-old cold case yeah. a little closer to being uh, solved. You know exactly. What I mean? And so hopefully soon it does. Yeah. Because, man, that, that shit is crazy, man. Dude, and he's not the only one. And, like, other suspects, other convicts have actually come forward and said that they were responsible for it. And I, I know, I know like, two suspects, or I'm sorry, two convicts said that they were responsible just to get some kind of benefits out of, like, the sentencing or something. I forgot right, how, how right. it worked out. But they were going to get some sort of benefit if right. they pleaded guilty on that. But then they found out that, you know, for all these these people that said that they were involved, either they weren't or the people just turned around and say that they denied their involvement. Right. So it ended up just being cold anyway. And, uh, yeah, it's still still no word. And honestly, who... Because this isn't like Amy Bradley where she was taken into a sex slave thing. And maybe not really, but who really knows if they died or if they're still alive right and that's just crazy to think you know what i mean absolutely man but yeah no these absolutely leave me haunting or haunted i should say and yeah i mean that's loria bible and ashley freeman case look it up there's there's actually a lot of content on youtube on this so if you guys yeah if you guys want to uh, look into these for yourselves you can uh, find all this information on, on various sites that are verified and completely accurate. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if you guys are into, um, you know, murder mysteries, things like that, uh, we don't usually do this kind of content. This is just like one of the isolated kind of episodes, whatever. Right. Uh, but if you guys are interested in more of that, um, I highly recommend checking out the podcast My Favorite Murder. They do a lot of that. If you guys already listened to that, fantastic, fantastic. Um, but yeah, check them out. Let them know we sent you. They they might not respond, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, definitely check them out. They're actually pretty. Uh, uh, they they tell some really interesting stories. And we're gonna move on to our third. I was gonna say fourth, third case, which this one is one of the eeriest and one of the ones that flirt with the line of natural disappearance and alien abduction. Exactly. This is the this is the, the black sheep of the four that we right, have. Absolutely. This one is mad weird, dude. This one is the one that le like the way that I feel about like 
you know, Laurie Bible and, and Ashley Freeman, the way that I was like, whoa, like, who knows what happened? I feel that with, with this case, like, ten times. Absolutely. Like, I... It, it, dude, you know what the the feeling I got when I was listening to the story on YouTube, yeah, and and researching it, I had that that like uneasy feeling that uh, the fourth kind gave me when I first watched it. Yeah, that like mystery of like, is there something that took him? <laughs> is like what happened? Yeah, like like I said, like there you can always say where are you but no really like where <laughs> like where exactly are you like 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 don't tell me to like i get you can't tell me so that i can look for you but like tell me what you see around you like right, first like, off you're breathing somewhere right now like where, where but where <laughs> oh, yeah dude, that's, dude. like it at like least, messes with your mind yeah like at least tell me like do you know if you're in brazil right do you know if you're in you know Asia, like, dude, in another galaxy, bro. Like, <laughs> where? This, of course, is the case of Felix Moncla, born in Louisiana in October twenty first, nineteen twenty six. This guy probably had one of the the um, he lived the American dream, kind of. He lived the American life, right? Um, he was a son to a high school teacher who turned principal, who then turned veteran of World War One. And I, and I think that that part I think uh, influenced Felix that to join the force to join yeah and that's where our story is going to take place here. Uh, Felix did graduate with a football scholarship from the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. So this guy is like, I'm going to go to college, and he's like, this, this is before I you guess. Want to fit in? You go to college. <laughs> college. <laughs> you want to be somebody? <laughs> you, go you go to, to college. college. Well, maybe I didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> what? Maybe I didn't get accepted anywhere. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't get accepted anywhere. <laughs> oh my god. Bartleby. Dear Bartleby, you've been accepted into college! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we make a lot of, like, I, we've mentioned this, but, like, if you haven't seen Accepted, watch it. So yeah. You, you need to understand. We, our, we need you guys to be a part of our, when we do this stuff. We're the only ones I feel that are, like, like this with this movie. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone's seen this movie, but like, oh yeah, whatever. That yeah, was right. And you then like, I mean? guys, like, you don't know the patrol that this movie <laughs> has. <laughs> and so after, or, or no, he, he, he graduated with a bachelor's in science. So this guy was like, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a bachelor's in science. What up? And so after graduation, he goes to the army. He's like, you know what? Daddy-o, I'm digging the armed forces. And so he served in World War Two, yep. and then afterwards he's like, you know what? I didn't have enough knowledge. I want more of that shit. So he goes to the University of New Orleans, and then after that, you know, he's like, you know what? I've had enough of knowledge. I mean, of this college nonsense. Let me go back to reenlisting. And so he goes to the U.S. Air Force at the start of the Korean War, and uh, that's when he. Well, yeah, he meets his wife, Bobby Jean Coleman, in basic pilot training. So it's like, yo, like you lived your life by the book, right? You know, you, you go had to, it all. You had it all. You go to college. You go to the the armed forces. You go back to college, and you go uh, back to the military, and then you meet your wife, dude. Perfect. Yeah, like you're amazing. A, you're a movie. <laughs> exactly. You're one of those like rom coms, uh, romantic dra uh, dramedies, really, or whatever. And 
on top of that, he has two kids. He has a son, and then he has a daughter. Yeah. He's like, hey, I love having a son with you, but let's have another one. And she's like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but they have a daughter. And then five months after she was born, Mankla is nowhere to be found. Yep, and it was on the evening of November 23rd, 1953. Which, as we're talking about this, I'm starting to think this is probably one of the most um, well-planned deadbeat dad escape stories. (laughs) (laughs) He just wanted to live on his own, really. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, I listen, Bobby. Like, I I really wanted something with you, but, like, I didn't think that we were going to have kids and shit, yo. Right. Like, I didn't didn't sign up for this. And she's like, you kind of did, man. I was like, I'm dipping. I don't know why he's suddenly talking like that, but he is. That kind of (laughs) slang in the 1950s. And so what happened in 1953? Um, This was near, I don't know how to pronounce this, Sulox. Yeah, yeah. They found an unusual blip on the radar. So, like, in movies, the, the radar, the, the green radar. Boo. Yeah. Boo. And then when something's in there, you see, like, a little dot that signifies there's something. Right. In, in, an aircraft or a ship in the sea or, a, right. you know, whatever exactly. it may In the be. vicinity. In this case, it is, in the, is, it is an aircraft. It is in the air. Right. So... So this was a strange case because this blip was found and it was unidentified and they couldn't radio contact it. Yeah. It was just weird and obviously we, this has to be investigated. Yeah. What was weird is that um, Moncla was known to suffer from vertigo, which is uh, someone that whenever they're in high altitude, they, they get sick. Yeah. So what's strange is why would you send your one pilot that suffers vertigo into a high-level case. Yeah. This is this was supposed to be like, let's fly around this thing, see what it is, and try to contact it and tell it to go away. Right, exactly. Whatever it is. Let's warn this and, thing. And it wasn't just Moncla. There was Robert L. Wilson. Who as, was his uh, uh, second... Uh, he was he, a second lieutenant. He was a radar operator right. on, the, on the plane. And <clears throat> what happened was, on th- this blip, as soon as Moncla neared it, they merged. Yeah, so they were seeing that the two blips, we had Felix on one side, this this UFO on the other, and they were slowly getting closer to each other. Right. And they they were trying to, um, they, they, they were having a hard time like tracking this thing. So they that's why they sent in Felix. And again, like why would they send him specifically right. if he has that, that condition? So... He, he was he was getting closer to it, and they were merging to the point where they were. It, it became one. Blip. Became one, and they were like, "Okay, he's either under it or above or it." Or above it. Yeah. yeah. So let's um let's just wait it out. Let's see what's going on. Because I think even at that point they really couldn't contact Felix either. Right. Like the communications were down. And so, they they were like, "Okay, let's just wait it out. Let's see what um, you know what what he sees." And at one point they're like, "Okay." They probably crashed now. Right. They they probably hit whatever it was. Yeah. Like right. They flew right into it. They both shattered, and right. that's that's why the blip disappeared. Right. Because that blip was gone after a while. Like soon after, they merged. So, well, yeah. Like, no. Well, actually, I think wasn't it that they 
they merged into one and then after a while that thing just kept going back to its regular course right it was it, it was going towards uh, canada actually oh shit that's where it was headed and then after a while that's when it had disappeared it disappeared yeah and so obviously didn't crash right which was the most obvious assumption was yeah. do they hit it like let's let's just call it what it is yeah but no this the the blip was still there right. for a while and 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 not just that but it was just one blip so that, okay well either is, is it the ufo or is it manga yeah exactly <laughs> so they went to the the site and they found nothing not a trace nothing was there Monkla's plane didn't crash because they didn't find the wreckage. Right. Neither on land yeah, or the, the, in sea. They, they did a search party pretty much. And right. Nothing. They, nothing they, came the exact up. Exact coordinates of where they flew over, around the coordinates, nothing, nothing was ever came found. Up. Right. And this is as cold as it gets. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like after this, like there, you know, search parties were sent, investigations were, were made. And then after that, once it started hitting news, then that's when these people were like, "Hey, man, that's a that's a that's one of them uh, UFO things." And right. then that's when it started being like, "Okay, maybe this was an alien. Maybe right. this was like a UFO type case." And that's what we're inclined to believe because it's one thing to kidnap Felix, but to take a whole plane, right? That's like that's crazy, and. Who knows, like, if this was some some kind of inside thing where they're like, hey, let's send this object into the area and prompt our guys to send in Felix to go, and then we'll just take him for our own experimentation. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, and, and they questioned the, the, the Canadian government, and they were like, did, did you guys have something to do with this? Because right. they, they were flying your direction. Like, hey, you guys, <laughs> and, and, come clean, all right, let's... <laughs> and the Canadians like, yo, we have nothing to do with this. Right, like, we we're just as baffled as you are. Yeah, and uh, this this had like national coverage. Like this was like you went missing, dude. Like right. How more horrifying can this case get? Yeah, where are where did he go? Obviously, like my logical mind believes like if they if he did crash, if this other blip was an enemy. A plane and shot him down or something like that he could have crashed into water and that that thing could have sank deeper than any of us could ever even begin to like look for mm -hmm. that's what like my logical mind thinks yeah they crashed and there's no wreckage because it all sunk to the bottom of the ocean mm -hmm. but then again it's like something they, had to float they 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 would have at least seen if he did crash or if something happened they would have seen his blip that's true. They and only after once they merged, it was just the one thing. It was just the one dot, and then it kept moving forward. And so it's that's like, true, man. yeah. So it had to have been they flew together and moved forward, or that thing just took the ship, or, or the the thing just took his plane. Something happened, and on the belief that it is a ufo let's say right, let's say let's, let's, let's take it there let's take it there let's say it is an alien dude right he was taken experimentation whatever the fuck they do right and let's say he was able to walk freely dude you are not only on a ship you don't know how to navigate or control you are now 
outside of the bounds of Earth. You yep. are light years away yep. in the galaxy that has no grid. Not not one that you know of anyway or know right. how to read. Like you are that's that's a terrifying thought. Being like let's say he's on an alien ship and he is managed to break out whatever. Like even if he could break out, he would go to the operations center, look out the the you know the screen and be like, "Dude, there's this is like the movies. This is there's nothing out there but blackness and you know the the dots of stars. Right. Like there's an I don't know which way Earth is or even how to maneuver this ship to get there. If I did, there's absolutely no chance of you coming back, dude. That's like I equate that to hell, bro. Yeah, like the kind of suffering that hell describes. I would like. I equate that to hell. You're literally alone with a species you don't know. Yeah. Might as well be demons. Dude, oh, yeah. And you're you're boxing your own mind with the knowledge that you're going to be here until you perish. Dude. And and at that point, it's like, we're not... We, we may not even be following the rules of Earth. Where right, it's like, like, I'm like going- what if he ages a lot slower wherever he's been taken. Yeah. Like, you could be, like I said, box in your mind in absolute horror and terror, not knowing what's going to happen to you, and just knowing, like, everything you've grown up knowing, all your family, earth, life, anything you perceive as fact by the laws of the planet Earth. Yeah. Like, are no longer apply to you. Like, that is... Oh, dude, I can't even imagine That's that. That's absolute fear. And it's like... At that point, I would be thinking, what did I do? At what point in my white pig offense life did I do something that landed me here? Like, that I deserve this. Right. I would, dude, at that point, I'd be, like, praying to God, like, get me out of here. Like, dude, or end my misery. Just right. something. <laughs> but it's, at the same time, it's like, what if this is my hell? What if I did something that I wasn't supposed to? I died you know on that investigation and, this, my version and this is my hell dude are you kidding me that is that is nuts dude that is nuts dude obviously this is far from Monkla's story but right. it's just we, we it was just us taking it there yeah and kind of thinking what if that was the case like that's an actual abduction from a UFO from a UFO because right. it's clear UFO no one knows what it was. Yeah. And it was clearly there. Yeah. It was there. Yeah. And no one reported anything like, yeah, we had a, a ship fly over there. Yeah, we had something flying over there. Like, yeah, we sent someone out. Mm-hmm. No one claimed, yeah, like, responsibility right, dude. for having anything flying over there. Yeah. Dude, it's some straight up... Some science cons- fiction movie. Conspiracy type shit, dude. Yeah, dude. And, like, I was thinking about this, like... You can gather every single person on the planet. Let's say it was possible. You can gather every human being on the planet and scour every inch of this earth and you would never find him. You know? You can go to the darkest caves, to the lowest possible point on our earth. You can go to the highest point. You can go 
anywhere as far as the east is from the west. Yeah, you can search every, every inch, every single centimeter, and you would never find him. And that is the scariest thing. That is absolutely terrifying, <laughs> dude. Like, that, like, say there was an advanced system that literally, like, we all had a chip in our brain, and on this system, we we're all accounted for, and it just calculates it within seconds. Like, do 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 do. Yep, that was every single human in history, or, or uh, in on the planet right now, including indigenous tribes that we haven't discovered yet. Every single being on the planet, and Felix Moncler. It shows he's not here. Dude, like, are you fucking kidding like, me? Dude, I can't even imagine. Yeah, that shit's terrifying, dude. And on that, like, if, if like, there was some kind of, you know, the government was like, hey, we're going to start implementing these trackers on people so that we can find them. These are the cases where I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. Sure. But a lot of people will be like, man, the government's going to try to... Also... That's the mark of the beast. Well, actually, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I have a chip installed. I have a chip installed. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, man, that that's just absolute, absolute shit. That's a shit way to go, man. Yeah. Like, Sorry, Monka. Damn, dude. I hope, I hope wherever you are, you're like Star Lord or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, well, he he might have disappeared in the, the right. snap. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. But yeah, that's the the case of Felix Mankla. Absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah, man, that that's, shit's that that's the type of shit that leaves me up at night. Like, bro, what really happened that day? I know, man. You know, and it sucks because like they saw it through radar. They didn't even see it through like a like a camera, right, or anything. They just had to speculate. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> we don't even know what it is. Like, it's straight up a UFO because it's it's unidentified. We don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. But it's like, was it the type of UFO that we know of now? Or was it just some other type of shit? And, um, I don't know, man. This is crazy, but... Yeah. So now... And we're going to go on to our main event. I'm just kidding. That's so fucked to say. <laughs> Main event of the evening. In this corner. <laughs> no, so actually, real quick, um, one of our followers, um, he actually mentioned this one to us. So he reminded us of this one. So thank you so much. So the username, uh, hopefully hopefully we can get this right, is Fugresh. Is it Fugresh? Fugresh? Or Fugresh. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Um, hey. His name's Timothy Williams. Uh, Tim, let us know how to pronounce your username. Yeah, right? man. Like, <laughs> I, I've always just thought of you as Fug or something. Like, I just see F-U-G. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know who he is. But, yeah, at, at this point, I'm like, oh, wait, I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> so let us know, man, for sure. Um, but also, thank you for giving us this case as well. Um, I know it's super popular and everything, but thank you for pointing in our direction so that we could put it on this episode. And this, of course, is the wildly popular case of Elisa Lam. And this one is a little different from the others because her her case was solved. Ish. Right. But there's still that level of there, so mystery. There's, there's still a, a terrifying mystery behind it. And although it was solved, we still don't know 
what the fuck happened? Yeah. And, like, and at all. Even more terrifying, there's footage before, like, minutes before her death. Yeah, so this one actually has footage this time. Very fucking, like, the ring level kind of ter- oh, terrifying man. footage, dude. Like, it is. You can't watch that and not be creeped out. Right. You know, you're like, oh, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. It's so weird, dude. Um, so, Elisa Lamb is the daughter of emigrant restaurant owners. Um, and she also, you know, she attended college. She went to the University of British Columbia. And in January 26, 2013, she actually came to Los Angeles. And then she went into the, uh, she checked into the Cecil Hotel. Which actually is super fucked up. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> a, there's a lot of, there was, there's been murders there. Yeah. Um, that's where... Um, I, I know that was, that has something to do with the with the Black Dahlia murders as well. Yeah, it was. Oh gosh, what was it? What was it? Um, Elizabeth Short um, was there. She was murdered there, and that was the case of the Black Dahlia murder. And so that so, took place. So this is not a place you want to stay at. Super weird, dude. Like like now that I remembered this, and I'm thinking back to that footage, I'm like, dude, I'm looking into the Cecil Hotel. That's fucking weird, dude. Just so, knowing that. So I saw something weird. So. Oh well, actually, let, let's get let's get through the story so we can get to that part. Uh, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, so um, she goes into you know she into the hotel January twenty sixth, twenty thirteen, and she's actually originally given a, a shared room. Like she's supposed to be with a couple roommates, um, this and that. And then the roommates were like, "Hey, dude, um, you you you're kind of weird." we think maybe you'd be best in your own room in your own place you know right. what i mean like ah you know we don't give us the nilly willies and so she was like yeah all right cool so she goes to her her other room and then she like prior to this i want to mention that she was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder right as well so as she, depression so she had she did have her own issues which a lot of people um, will say that that had a lot to do with the weird footage I was captured. Right. Uh, to me, not so much. I, I feel there was a lot more to it. We'll get into that because yeah. I want to ask you about that too. Yeah. Um, so she. Um, so yeah, as we mentioned, the Cecil Hotel has different kinds of murders that happen, Black Dahlia murders, um, as well as the case of Goldie Osgood, who was not only murdered but she was raped there as well couple serial killers did stay in that hotel yeah actively like they right. were like active killers right and they're like hey you're just taking in yeah just trying to get some sleep and a few other suicides as well took place in the hotel uh, people several people jumped off yeah man yeah. and one of them one of the jumpers landed on someone and killed them too i think oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's so it's like man. what dude like you could have just taken your own life you didn't have to bring me down with you right yeah. you son of a bitch but she, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just kind of reading through my notes. I'm so unprepared. Um, but she, because of her disorder, uh, bipolar disorder and depression, she was on about four different medications. And I think around the time where she was missing, she had stopped taking them okay. or something yeah. like that. And so she, while she was away, she'd always checked in with her parents. Like, they were those types of parents, like, you know they're 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 immigrants. You know they're right. they're like the hey check in with me. Right. I, I feel like that's more with with immigrants. I guess like right right. Check I know. In. Yeah. Well, obviously, like 
we're not saying it's just immigrants. Yeah, but, but like with them, it's more like, hey, you know, I want you to check in with me every hour on the hour kind of right. thing. Right, yeah, yeah. And on January 13th, um, wait, hold on a second. Wait, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I, I think I got the <laughs> dates wrong or some shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, so on the day that she was supposed to leave the hotel, they actually didn't hear from her. It was January, January 31st, 2013. 31st, there we go. I put 13th, yeah. fuck. Anyways. Yeah. It was January 31st, 2013, and she was scheduled to check out. And they didn't hear from her on that day. They're like, hey, what's what's going on with you? Like, you think you can just go off by yourself now? You think you're on your own boss? Yep. What the hell is the matter with you? So they, uh, they, they ended up actually contacting the police to investigate, to, like, you know, make sure that she's safe. And the police could only do as much, um, they could only search as much as they were legally allowed to because they right. didn't have any probable cause. Right. So, like, okay, well, we don't, we can't really do much. We can only just check wherever they let us, and that's it. And um, on February 14th is when they released that super sketch footage yes dude oh man that shit was so terrifying uh, and, and before that the, the police did search the hotel yeah and uh they even had canines that had her scent right and they couldn't track her scent anywhere right. which is weird and bizarre they did admit not checking every room though mm -hmm. well I, that's kind of hard to do yeah just guests staying there and stuff yeah but that's eerie alone man and then the footage was released and you guys can see this footage on YouTube on YouTube multiple pages on Facebook have shared this footage and to me what's scariest about this footage in every hallway every door she goes through she looks like she's running from someone or something yeah she keeps turning around she's looking right to left and it looks like she's fleeing mm -hmm. she is She's running away from something. The cameras didn't catch anything else. Right. Just her acting very strangely. Right. And many people say that might have been her, like, may, might have been some one of her mental issues. Yeah. But, like, what, you're going to see someone chasing you if you're bipolar? Like, I don't think that's really the case. Right, exactly. Or or depressed. Or depression. You know, like, that's not it. And, and you're not on meds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. so, what, uh, what? Unless, unless she was schizophrenic. That would make some sort of sense. Right. But, but there like, was no... There was no... There's no history of her having any further mental complications. Exactly. This was someone scared for their lives, running away from something that we can't see on the footage. It's just her by herself. It looks like she's a crazy person just, like, yeah. wandering around. And the most compelling footage was her in the elevator. Dude, that elevator footage was off, like, creepy off by the start. She goes in, the first thing she does is start pressing multiple buttons. Yeah, like... It's so like, weird. Why would you do that? If you're trying to run, you press one button multiple times and you try to shut the door. And another creepy thing is the door never shut. Dude, the, yeah. The, the door just wouldn't shut. It never and, did. And she did this weird thing where she was, she like backed up into the corner of the elevator. And then she walked like towards the entrance. She took one big step to the left. And then one big, one big step right outside the elevator, peeked her head out, looked left and right, and then 
like threw herself back like if someone like if someone was about to see her yeah like if something was like turning around and about to see her and, and you just like hide your face away dude or, or yeah like, you just hide away like back into the, the the wall exactly like it was so weird and then she did this thing where it looked like she was talking to someone and her arms were doing this weird, oh dude oh her arms were doing this weird like motion like this it was not not human. Yeah, it it looked kind of like she was held by strings, like a Al- puppet. Almost, almost like if yeah, like her arms were like 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 dead. Right? Yeah, yeah. And there were strings on them, and someone was just holding them just at waist level, and they were just balancing there. Dude. And then it looked like she was like communicating with someone. Yeah. And th- that is the that's by far is what creeped me out the most about this footage is. She's not a crazy person. She suffers some mental illness that does not warrant this behavior. And there's no one there in the footage with her. Right. What was it and what happened? Yeah. Like a lot of people have tied this to some type of paranormal element to it. Which I, that's literally what I lean towards. Yeah. Yeah. there's no you can't logically explain what happened like well maybe man like maybe the meds kept her sane and maybe she just lost it like okay but you're running from something that literally killed you yeah yeah like <laughs> you shit and so this it, it ended up being a solved case kind of kind of and explain more on that chris yeah so after that, after that uh, incident or the footage was footage released. was was released, um, nothing nothing happened. Like they weren't able to find her, but they still were looking. And within that time frame, between that and them finding the uh, her her body, she, uh, the guests were reporting that the um, well, they were complaining about the water actually that it was discolored discolored i should say and, and there was a, a delayed it was delayed too like they would turn it on and it would like take oh yeah it would take much longer for the water to come out for the usual for to come out and the other part that really like made me like ugh, that gag was that they said it tasted awful and that just made me gag because i'm like dude you tasted this and you'll see why if you guys don't already know about this case because they did find her body in one of the water tanks yep and this is so so they found her body they confirmed that she did die this is the part why it's 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 a solved case but not really not really not completely because they found her body floating face down naked yeah she was bloated and greenish because she's been there for a few days maybe and they had her her clothes her wallet her 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 car around the her room key was floating beside her. Right. And those tanks, dude, are like eight feet tall. And it's on top of like a concrete platform, maybe altogether 10 feet tall. Normal employees there have to use a ladder to get up onto the hatch. And then, you know, all that. She had none of that. She was in there with the hatch closed. With the hatch closed, dude. Did she jump eight feet to shut the hatch? Right. Like, did she, like, hold on to it and, like, close with it? You know, that, that, that doesn't work. Right. It didn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. it, like for you to get yourself in there, like, you have to work hard to Right. Do you yeah. have to really put some effort into that suicide, if that's what it was. Again. But, but like, like, out of all all the, the 
known uh, suicide attempts and like w how people go about it, that's very that's, unlikely. Right. Like, that's not. That's really just too much effort. At, at halfway through, you'd be like, okay, this is probably not worth it. Let me do something else. You know. Right. And uh, again, they 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 mentioned that um, it wasn't a suicide. So there was no signs of suicide. There's no signs of any physical trauma or I even sexual assault. Right. She was just it. It was just like if she just somehow wandered in and fell inside, and that's it. That and took off her clothes. And took off her clothes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude. It's like, yo, what the hell? Like, who did that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, like, and this is this is where like people are divided. Like, maybe she was crazy. But then again, there's footage. There's 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 footage of her on her own running from something, and there's nothing else on the cameras. Yeah. On the on the on the on the tape. So that's that's where the division comes from on what people think happened. I lean more towards the paranormal. Yeah, dude. Can you can you imagine if it was? This is super far fetched, but this is just adds to the level of creepiness. Where can you imagine? taking that paranormal aspect side of it if she was possessed dude if see that that would make sense to me if we're gonna go there right exactly so let's go there so she's talking she looks like she's talking to someone in the elevator she's making weird movements with her hands and really her whole body her whole behavior and it's not natural. It's not natural. At some point at the end of the, the, the clip where she's in the elevator, she actually steps out. And she's outside most of that. And then the doors close and yeah. the elevator just works normally. Which is weird because when she gets there, the doors don't close. Right. So what if this... Dude, you know, demons and shit have been known to be able to manipulate technology. Right. What if it did that? What if it stopped the doors from closing? What if she, what if she was her? running from like an entity trying to like enter her body, dude. Yeah, that would because in that aspect, you know, and it caught her at that elevator. It caught her right, like because being possessed, dude. Anyone who's been uh, uh, who, who if you if you heard of cases where other people have been possessed, dude, they're like tied down to chairs and break. The shit out of right. them. They, they, they do superhuman things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that situation, if she was possessed, who's to say that she couldn't have hopped up, hopped on the, onto the and just tank. open it and just easily just exactly. This is where I'm gonna like and this and this human. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like that is insane, dude. And in the footage of her in the elevator, what if that was her just coming in like? Like I, I try to, I need to escape. Halfway through is when she, right, possesses. When it. she starts, her body starts acting unnatural. What if right. that, it was already too late? Exactly. And um, then once she steps out of the elevator, the, the the doors close and works as normal. Like, hey, I did what I got to do. This elevator is no use to me. Like, whoa. Yeah. See, I, I don't know what you guys believe in, but I I, I lean more towards that. And I in those theories, I kind of believe more than oh, she just went crazy. Right. I, I lean more towards that, for sure. Yeah. And uh, but I was gonna say earlier, I saw very, I thought it was pretty distasteful. I saw a BuzzFeed video on this. Yeah. These, the, these two guys, they're pretty well known on BuzzFeed. Okay. And they did a video. They actually went to the hotel, and like, 
they like drank water from like the the faucet like they're uh, like oh let's see let's see and i was like bro like i get it but like relax <laughs> yeah what the fuck like, let's see let's taste so you you don't you're not you're not down kind of you're shit. not down bro you you still think that the the water that was used at that time in 2013 is still gonna be in there like right they're gonna it, it's it's new it's different now right calm the fuck down also side note how was this hotel not shut down dude like and how did the owner be how did the owner find out about this like oh man that sucks i'm gonna keep it open even though i have all the money in the world i need yeah like bro like yo let me shut this down clearly shit keeps happening in this hotel dude it's cursed dude it's cursed 100%. Like, 100%. who's to say that there isn't some kind of fucking demon there that may yeah. have possessed her or something? Or demons. Or demons, like it's just, man. It's just like a, a cesspool of, like, evil. Yeah. Dude. Gosh, dude. Uh, I don't, Holy I don't, shit. I'm not ever going there, dude. I don't care. Oh, no, like, Oh, it's going this. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm going to stay outside. <laughs> hey, get out of here. Uh, but that is the case. Of Elisa Lamb, and that uh, that does it for our topics or our uh, cases, our yeah. cases for today. Yeah, that's uh, that's our missing persons. The first time episode. we go this this off from what we usually do, from what we usually but do. But like we ever since the beginning, we we've we've been planning on on branching out yeah. on all aspects of horror. So this was definitely fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, um, if you guys like this, definitely let us know because we want to do this again. Um, we we want to do new disappearances. There was talks about like national forests disappearances that yes. I want to get into. Those scare me, dude. Those are absolutely so terrifying. Those scare me like crazy, dude. Yeah. So definitely let us know um, if you listen on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere that you can comment. Let us know or let us uh, give us a comment on uh, Instagram or email us. Definitely let us know if you guys like this type of content. Uh, we'd be happy to do another episode like this. It's really fun. It's so creepy, dude. It's so creepy. Oh, I was going to say something, but uh, now I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, but again, if you guys like this episode, um, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Yes. And, uh, and check us out on Spotify. Spotify. We, also, we are also on Stitcher. Tune in as well. Um, Lipson. And I think that's going to... I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, once again, my name is Chris Wallabala Bing Bong. And <laughs> my name is Adrian, and this is the Horror Academy Podcast.